Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the 72nd episode of the Jim Jag Podcast, bringing you in on a little sweet home Alabama. Uh, we've got a special guest here today with us, Carson Tinker, Jaguars long snapper, uh, special teams extraordinaire. We've also got Kevin Miller, who uh, is with Bold City uh, Brewery, the one and only sponsor of the Jim Jag Podcast. He's been a big fan of the show, big Jaguar fan, and been helping us out for a long time. So we've got... Carson and Kevin, we've got two special guests, exciting stuff. Hunter Evans is here with me today. Um, Scott was not able to make it. I think this might be the first episode that Scott hasn't been on. It is. It but is. Uh, you can go give him a hard time for not being here on Twitter, at ScottKlein1. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about with Carson. He's coming off an ACL injury, Am getting I back into the swing of things. Talk yeah, come on. <laughs> I feel like I'm like... Uh, I gotta raise my hand. <laughs> no, you can jump in whenever you want. This is a, this is not a dictatorship. The show's definitely a democracy. But uh, yeah, uh, you can follow myself at Jordan Delugo on Twitter. Follow Hunter at Coach H underscore Evans. Are you on Twitter, Kevin? Mm-hmm. What's so, your handle? Uh, at Kevin Miller Yo. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about you, Carson? Oh, uh, Carson Tink. C-A-R-S-O-N-T-I. I'm sure all of our listeners are probably already following. Me, I, don't so. I don't tweet a lot anymore, so they can give me a follow. Every once in a while, I'll throw a little, you know, a, a zinger out there. All right. I just got Carson. back from Scotland. I think that's my last tweet is that roundabouts are better than turn signals. It's a, <laughs> nice. it's a hot take right there, yeah. So. All right. How was Scotland? Oh, I had a lot of fun, man. Went out there for our, uh, for our buddy's wedding. Uh, it was sunny the whole time, so that was really cool because, you know, first thing I thought was it was going to be gloomy, so... Great weather, a little chilly. Um, I loved it. I had, had a blast. Went saw the Loch Ness. Oh, yeah? Swam with Nessie, you know, so. <laughs> Made it out alive. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, ACL surgery last year. You were forced to miss the whole season, obviously. Um, what was it like see- seeing the team have so much success the one year that you weren't really able to participate? I was super happy for them, man. Yeah. You know, those are still my teammates. That's still my team, you know. Uh, I was super happy, you know. Of course, I wish I was out there for that. Right. Um, but dude, no hard feelings, man. I was so happy for them, and I was happy for you know Matt Overton and and Colin Holba, you know, who both came in and you know f- filled the role that I thought they did a great job. 
And, uh, I mean, dude, I was, I was so happy. I'm definitely eager to get back out there. Yeah, I could imagine. But, uh, no, last year was, was a lot of fun to watch. So you were able to get back for a mandatory minicamp. Everything feeling all right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels good, you know. Uh, it's definitely weird, you know, the past year. Like, I went from uh, not even being, like, I couldn't put any weight on it to now, you know, I'm, I'm cutting on it. And, and that's definitely, you know, taking some getting used to. But uh, it feels great, man. That's awesome. They, they told me the whole time that you know it would feel stronger than than it did before, and I mean I can I can say you know on the other end now that, that I, I believe them now. You know at first I was like yeah whatever. You're like sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, You're not um, the one getting surgery done on your ACL, yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it feels great though, man. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, Hunter, you had some questions. Hunter's a big Alabama fan. Carson Tinker obviously went to Alabama. So what do you have for Carson? Uh, I'll go with the, the easier one, I guess, right now. So uh, what was it like, I guess, for a Jaguar fan from being 10 years of terrible football play to going to last year's success? What was the difference? Like, what was the attitude change? What can you point your finger on and be like, this was just so much drastically different? Like, um, the, 16 to 17. The reason for success? Yeah. Like, like, what do I think is, like, the sole reason that we were successful last year as opposed to... Yeah, what do you think the sole reason was, and what do you... What can you attribute the attitude change to in the uh, Well, I mean, Doug and TC. I mean, honestly. Uh, I mean, I love Doug. I love TC. I think they're, they're great coaches, but they're definitely a lot different than Gus Bradley. Uh, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I think... I think as a team last year, we had a lot more discipline than we've ever had. And I think when you have discipline and when you have talent and you have accountability, um, I think that, that that's, that's what it takes to be successful in, in football and in the NFL. Uh, that's something that we had in college. And um, the, the first couple of years I was here in Jacksonville, we, we didn't have a whole lot of that. And this past year we had you know, a lot of accountability. Um, Really, Doug and TC came in and, and set a standard, and, and said, you know, we're not going to accept anything less than, than what our standard is. And uh, I mean, we got some ball players too, though. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot of talent. Yeah, on that team. they brought in a lot of talent. They they went out in the draft and got some. Uh, I mean, a lot of talent. And uh, you know, you got guys like Calais Campbell. You know, uh, I mean, just freak athlete, huge. But, I mean, the, the leadership, the veteran leadership that he brings into the locker room is, uh, is it's really something that can be said for that. Um, <laughs> Clayus is goofy and, yeah. and he's cheesy and everything else. But, I mean, everyone in that locker room respects him. And, and when he says something, people listen. I mean, the young guys listen and the old guys listen. And uh, that, that's something else that, you know, we haven't had in years past. So. I mean, I don't think it's one specific thing. I think it's just a little bit of everything, you know, coming together and, and bringing us that. Yeah, I definitely think Calais being there and then Doug and TC kind of changing their culture a little, bring, yeah. bringing in the hard work, blue-collar mentality definitely helped out a lot. Kevin's chiming in over here. See, what do we got? Do you think... Kevin raised um, his hand recently. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh you know, the culture that Gus had, obviously, it, it didn't work out in the end. Um, you had to add that discipline to kind of get there. But do you think that what what Gus had put in place and kind of that, that culture that he had cultivated, do you think any of that is remaining? And they kind of brought in the discipline from Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone. 
and that's what kind of uh, maybe a little bit because you know Doug was here for I think two years with Gus yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I think that's another reason why we're successful is Doug knew the team like he knew what in, in his mind what, what we needed and what we didn't need um, I mean maybe a little bit but I mean once you have you know a, a culture change I mean they, they kind of set the tone you know for how they want it so mm-hmm. it, I don't know maybe a little bit but uh, I mean it, it's, it's, it's a new culture now you yeah. know yeah, um, it did seem like the guys cared about each other a lot prior. Like Telvin Smith, real passionate. It seemed like the team had like pretty good chemistry before, but for some reason it just wasn't working with Gus. Do you think like his philosophy could work on oh, a yeah. different team in yeah. terms of um, the whole? I mean, because he came from Seattle, so right. and, and, and he was there, or they won the Super Bowl the year after. So I'm not saying that, like it couldn't work. Yeah, uh, you know, there's no right or wrong way. To, to do anything, you know, if, if there was one right way, they'd win every year, so, um, I think this, it, it, it's according to what locker room you're in, too, you know, we had a young team here in Jacksonville, right? and, uh, you know, Seattle had an older team, so maybe that was one of the reasons, I, I, I don't know, man. Cool, well, um, you mentioned Calais was pretty goofy, who do you think's the funniest guy in the locker room? The funniest guy in the locker room? I mean, to be honest, everybody's a little funny. Everybody's yeah. got their quirks. You know, we got guys that are uh, vegetarian. We got guys that are, I mean, you name it, dude. It's in the locker room, man. Everybody's got their quirks. Uh, who do I think is the funniest? Probably Marcel, just because that's my boy. You okay. Know, me and Marcel Bama came together Bama, yeah. Did y'all and, play uh, together at Bama? Yeah, we played together for three years. Okay. Yeah, we, we came in together uh, at the same time. And... Uh, I love Marcel, man. So I, I gotta go Marcel. Marcel, he makes me laugh every day, man. Yeah, I mean everybody in Jacksonville loves him. I think yeah. as soon as he got here, the run defense pretty much turned around yeah. right the day he got day he got there. I mean they were last in the league, jumped up to like and to the teens by the end of the season. So can definitely roll with Marcel. Leonard ever get you going, Leonard Ford? <laughs> oh, I've heard he's really funny. Yeah. I don't know, Leonard's all right. Alex, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's funny for a rookie, you know? Do you uh, guys ever uh, go back and forth about LSU, Alabama stuff? Uh, no, he didn't have anything to say to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, Bama did shut him down, I believe, yeah. both times that they played him. So, yeah. Does that right? Does the – I guess that's a question I feel like a lot of NFL fans ask. Like, does that rivalry from college carry over? Like – you and Corey Grant, or does you and Cam and TJ and all of them kind of stick together a little bit and kind of have that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they meant to do this or not, but kind of like in the corner of the locker room that, that I'm in, it, it's all of us. It's me, Marcel, TJ, Ronnie, and then Cam's just on the other side. I don't know if they did that intentionally. Seems a little calculated. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, no, we stick together. And there's definitely, you know, like a, uh, a bond, because I didn't play with – I played with TJ for one year, and I didn't play with Cam, and I didn't play with Ronnie. But, like, as soon as they both got here, like, we had an automatic connection. Had you met either of them before? I had not, no. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I didn't know anything about them. Um, but uh, we had a, we had an automatic connection. And Corey Grant actually went to Alabama for a year. Yeah. I don't know if – I didn't happened. know that, actually. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know that. He'll claim Auburn all day long. <laughs> but he went to Alabama for one. He started at Alabama. Okay. So that was his initial choice. Yeah, that's interesting. Seems so. to be like a lot of running backs though in the NFL. Alvin Kamara, maybe I don't know. Transfer away from Bama. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough to get on the field. 
so much depth at the running back position over there at most positions. Have you seen anything from Ronnie Harrison so far that's gotten you excited? Uh, I mean, he's a great guy. Uh, I haven't been, I mean, I've been focused, you know, trying to get better. I haven't been watching a whole lot of practice. Yeah. But uh, I know that a lot of the defensive guys really like him, so that's encouraging to see. Yeah, but, I can't uh, believe he fell to the third round. Yeah, I don't keep up with that a whole lot. Right. Yeah. Are you, so are you, are you a fan of football outside of playing it? Like, do you watch any other NFL games, or are you just um, stick to the Jags? Well, I mean, I watch film. I watch film right. of, of every punt every week. So I definitely watch other games. I, I kind of have a pretty good, you know, beat on what's going on. Uh, I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it. You know, I, I like to, I like to watch the, uh, the the Sunday night games and the Monday night games. I think those are fun to watch. Uh, yeah. I really like. Uh, I like John Gruden. He was my favorite, but he's a coach now, especially yeah. in the AFC. I guess I can't like him anymore. <laughs> well, but, uh, they're not on the schedule this year, yeah. so uh, maybe in the playoffs if they get yeah they get um, back on track. I, I mean, I, I love the game, dude. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I'm tired of it, because like I, I love it, man. I, I love the uh, like the situational stuff, and I feel like you can never, you know, really master that. So. Well, I, that's why I like watching the primetime games because they're usually close games, and I, I try to you know put my mind in there and you know you know get ready for a field goal here, get ready for you know backup punt here. And, uh, yeah, I, I, so I watch the games differently. It's not like I just sit down and casually you know like you know I'm pulling for somebody. Right. Um, I, I'm definitely uh, when I watch games, I, I'm in touch with what's going on, and I, I try to look at it like that. It's like if you're in a band, you know, like you go from like, this, oh, this is a cool song. You're like, oh, I really like what the bass is doing mm-hmm. here. You know, I really like what the, you know, the horns are doing here. Yeah, you're paying attention to more specific stuff yeah. when you're watching the game than just like the outcome of the entire yeah. game. You're yeah. focused on snapping and all that. Yeah. What, what do you look for when you when you watch films? Like when you watch all the punts? It's like when I watch the punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's there's two there's two things that I'm really looking for. The first thing would be. Uh, you know what they're running because the NFL is, is kind of a copycat league so if there's like a rush that you know does really well you're gonna see it you know other teams are gonna start doing it so I'm looking at the rushes and I'm looking at you know what the I guess there's three things I look at uh, overall I look at the rushes uh, whoever we play that week I, I try to know all the rushes that they do the past you know couple years or if their coordinator came from somewhere else I'm watching you know film from where he came from and then the last thing I'm watching is just all the snappers, you know. I'm trying to, to figure out, you know, oh, this guy does this well. Maybe that's something I can try to incorporate, you know, in my game. So, because there's some there's some really good snappers out there, man. You know, I'm sure nobody cares, but no, I think <laughs> I think people do actually care. Like, yeah. you're kind of a fan favorite around here, even though, you know, your position isn't like as heralded. I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing positions. or a bad thing, man. You know, people love you around here. I think it's a great thing. <laughs> Um, I like I don't know man like I feel like there's a thin line when it comes to the long snapper like I, I love being you know a fan amongst the city but uh, I, I don't want to get too big I feel like that's not my role you know does that make that's sense that's fair yeah it, it's a it's a thin line that I, I gotta it's important though there was a game a while back I think the Raiders or their snapper got hurt during the game and like all their yeah, puns what were, you do? Yeah, all their puns I mean that happened to us this year Right. Because yeah. Overton, he uh, messed his shoulder up, so they had to bring uh, Tyler Shelley out, and he snapped a game-time field goal to go into overtime, and they snapped a game-winning field goal. Oh, the Chargers game? Yeah, that's a yeah. huge deal, man. Like, yeah, it is. And I don't think people realize how hard it is. I mean, yeah. like, Tyler, I first started working with him, 
uh, when he was a rookie, and he was like, you know, the more I can do. And whoever thought that he would have won a game, you know, snapping a field goal snap. So. How, how much does, would he, like, practice? Like in a, in a, uh, a couple times a week, you know. Kind of just, like, do a few snaps yeah. and practice just in case. Yeah. And, and every time we do it, like, oh, man, we're screwed if I ever have to snap a game. <laughs> you know, but sure enough, dude, he threw about two perfect snaps, man. The first one was just a little bit high, but he matched laces. And the second one, I mean, it was a guy. I was like, Tyler, dude. I have no excuse now, man. <laughs> You've left me no excuse ever. So yeah, you gotta he step good, up. He's got that versatility. Yeah, yeah. He had a good, good teacher. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was for sure. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. So getting in, uh, talking about practice a little bit. Scott, who's not here, he sent us a couple questions he wanted to ask you. What's practice like as a long snapper? Like you're obviously not doing stuff with the rest of the team the whole time. What, um, what do you have going on? So. <clears throat> I have a lot of drills that I have to do uh, in terms of, like footwork, coverage drills. Um, I, I'm getting out. I stay busy. I know that you think that like, oh, we're out there hitting golf balls. And, and, and it's not that at all. I have a I have a real practice, and it is hard. And uh, but I, I have you know just different things that I work on. You know, uh, obviously I snap to the kicker and the, and the punter, uh, so we work on that. But uh, there's just a lot of drills you know that lead up to that. That just I, mean, I can tell you if you, if you don't mean it. It's, it's boring stuff. It's just like target <laughs> practice, footwork stuff. Uh, if I have time, I'll try to go do individual drills with linebackers. Okay. Because they'll like run, hit the sled, and shed blocks and stuff like that. So if uh, that kind yeah. of applies to your coverage stuff. Yeah, because like punt team is 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 really unique because it's it's all the phases. It's like I have to I have to snap and then I have to block somebody, which is usually you know like. Because a lot of teams are in like three, four defense, so it's usually like a, an outside linebacker that puts his hand on the line, like like a Lorente McCurry. Okay. He's a great special teams player, and they're usually gonna line somebody like that up across from the snapper, and I'm just there like, <laughs> I gotta block this guy. So uh, <clears throat> I, I work on that, but then uh, I have to you know shed shed the guy, run downfield forty yards, and make a tackle. So it's it's a little bit of everything, and uh, that's one of the things I love about it. You know is is uh, there's always something to work on. There's always something to get better at, and uh, just trying to you know trying to be a master of my craft. That's awesome. Best long snapper in the league. Yeah. Now, do long snappers kind of stick together? Do you know a lot of the other guys around the league? Or? Uh, it definitely is uh, somewhat of a fraternity. Yeah. Um, I'm I mean, I'm cool with everybody, but I'm closer to others, and especially guys that are in the FC South, like Bo Brinkley with Tennessee and John Weeks with Houston. I'm, I'm really cool with those guys. Uh, but uh, we, we all watch film on each other. We all kind of know each other's quirks. So uh, it definitely is a, a little fraternity, you know. And we always talk before the games. All the specialists always talk. And right. some of them are a lot more chatty than others. You think it'd be cocktail hour out there sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, dude, i got to go warm up, man. I'm done talking to you. But uh, That's great. No, it's, it's, uh, it, it's really cool. Uh, I'm, just, I mean, I'm fortunate I can be a part of it, you know. Yeah. Hunter, you want to ask the uh – other question you had about Alabama? Yeah, I kind of got a, it's almost, I guess it's kind of a two part in a way. You you almost have a little bit of adversity, like your past is pretty, you have a little bit of adversity in it from being a walk on at Alabama, but then being a you know pretty heavy player for four years, um, three national championships, stuff like that. And then in 2011, obviously I don't know how much our viewer or you know our listeners are going to be aware, but I remember it pretty well, the tornado. Mm-hmm. Can you just kind of talk on how that kind of changed your mindset football and as a person because I, yeah. I remember personally it was a big deal I mean 
uh, Talladega's, you know, two hours away, so it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, and as an Alabama fan, you know, kind of hit home. So I just wanted you to. I think like the biggest thing for me uh, was it. It kind of gave me a sense of purpose, you know, because. I knew that I was just one single story. Like, what happened to me happened to, I mean, several people, you know? And it's, it's a shame what happened, but I knew that, that people would be watching me and how I used my platform. So I think it gave me a sense of purpose and it gave me, I don't, I don't know if like motivation is the right word, but it, it just gave me like fulfillment knowing that I could if, if I bounce back from this, you know, with, with God, by God, then I can I can inspire people, you know? And, and that really, like, that was the sole thing that, uh, like, motivated me when when times were tough, you know, is, is that, that if, if I get through this, like, I mean, like, like, people will see that and hopefully they can, like, see God in that. You know, I don't want to get super religious on the podcast. But <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, That's a super serious question. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so that, that was always, it, it just kind of gave me a sense of purpose, you know, and uh, it, it's something that I still I still carry with me today, you know, uh like I, I'm not ready to give this up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's kind of always something that's in the back of my mind, you know, when I, when I get tired, when I tear my ACL, you know, like I, I ain't ready to hang this up yet, you know? And and that's kind of my motivation going into training camp. Cause I, I mean, I gotta go earn my job back, you know? And I got a chip on my shoulder too, you yeah. know? Cause, cause uh, I don't know. I've, I'll get all emotional, man. So uh, I'm gonna chill out. But uh, no, nah, I'm excited, man. I am excited for training camp and and just you know overcoming adversity, man. That makes you who you are. You know, I feel like it, at some point everybody's gonna get tested. You know, and there's there's usually two choices you can make. You can you can rise up and it make you a better person, or you can stay the same. You know, and and live in that. And I just I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty. I remember that pretty well. I actually got the book. Uh, I don't know if you want to go ahead and plug your book. Right yeah, now. I wrote a book about it. If you got no idea, uh, just Google me or whatever. I don't want to say that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the book's on Amazon, uh, and uh, it, it's not super sappy. It, it's really the book is mostly about my, my time at Alabama. Um, and it's not for only Alabama fans. I'm sitting here looking at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm talking. All right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's on Amazon, though. Yeah, good book, though. Awesome. Good yeah, book. everybody should Appreciate it, check that Appreciate out. It. Um, so getting away from kind of, you know, some really personal stuff that you had to go through, getting back to the football side of things, or really not football, but uniforms. Scott wanted to know if you liked the new uniforms. I love the new uniforms. And man. if so, like which which one's your favorite? All of them are my favorite. Uh, the one color helmet is is my favorite. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, with you I'm there. a big it's fan great. of that. I mean, all the I think all the uniforms. I think they kind of have their all. They're all um, all have their own style to them. You know, they all make their own statement. Um, I mean, the black jerseys. I mean, dude, those, those are sick. Are, those yeah. are my favorite. Yeah. Ones. Jackson's uh, always black. Yeah, and I think like we walk out in all black, like, like mean business, you know. Well, that's how I feel. Uh, and then the teal jerseys, you know, got a little swag to them, a little style, a little splash. And then the white jerseys, I mean, that's just classic look. You know? Yeah. My my favorite look will probably be. 
I'm a big fan of the white jerseys, black pants. Okay. I feel like I'm, I look most athletic in that. We wear like the same color. Like in front of the mirror. I try not to, but <laughs> I mean, we got mirrors all over the place. So it, it's hard not to look. But uh, how important is that to y'all? As, I, some of the guys, it's really important. I imagine Jalen. Who do you think cares about how they look in their uniform? All the, the DBs, most. man. Like <laughs> Jalen's just the loudest. All the DBs are. They all got that same swag to them, though, man. Uh, yeah, the skill guys, sure. DBs and receivers, and, sure. and the long snapper. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> now, outside of the long snapper room or group, what's the most stacked position on the team? Like, where do we have the most talent? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, it's a tough question. Yeah. It's talent all over. I mean, there's a lot of money in the D-line room. Yeah, there is. When you got Marcel, Calais, Calais, Unique's going to get paid soon. Yeah. Dante's a good player, too. Taven. Yeah, Taven Bryan. And yeah. then Avery Jones is really good. Yeah, Avery just got paid, too. What have you seen from Michael Bennett? He's a guy that a lot of people forget about. Oh, uh, man, time. I love Michael Bennett. That's one of my best friends on the team. Okay. Uh, and he's he's a freak athlete, man. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's a great – was a uh, – uh, a leader at Ohio State when they won. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, he, he's really excited for training camp. He's excited to get back out there and you know, prove himself. Yeah, he's had to deal with some injuries and different things. Yeah. But uh, I, I've I've been able to pick his brain a lot. You know, the past past year, I guess, since I got hurt. But, uh, right. Mike's a great guy, man. I love that dude. Yeah. Hopefully, he can uh, earn his spot on the roster this year. It's just so stacked at the D line. Yeah. A lot of positions are going to be like that, where some guys. That were on the team for a while, maybe. Yeah. We have I a, mean, offensive line too. I mean, yeah. you look at some of those guys, like Josh Wells and Shatley and all those guys. But um, we have a lot of talent everywhere. You know, yeah. uh, like Dave and TC, and you know, Joe D doesn't get credit, but Joe D he he's a good scout when it comes to uh, uh, finding talent too. Um, yeah, they've just been able to bring all these all these freak athletes in, and it's it's been really impressive. To, to it is impressive, that. and it's kind of like makes you wonder what was going on prior, <laughs> like where was all this talent before? But uh, that's a question or a topic for another day, I guess. Um, so, have you noticed a change in the fan base or around the city or anything since the team kind of took off last year? Uh, people wear a lot more Jag stuff around town. Man. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that I've noticed, which is great, man. And you know, I don't blame you, you know, one way or the other for wearing it or not wearing it now or back then. But uh, it, it's it's really cool to see, you know, just strangers in the city. Like nobody ever knows who I am, but like when I go and I see like a Jags hat, that's just like a, a cool, like warm feeling. You know, I feel like hey, we're on the same side. Now, yeah. You know. And uh, so you people know. never recognize you out and about. No, thank goodness, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too much, dude. Uh, but uh, I'd say that'd be the biggest difference in terms of the fan base. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this year. They took the tarps off. Yeah, um, that's gonna be awesome. awesome. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, those games are loud this year. Yeah, know? I mean, I, I imagine that uh, the Bills game was pretty loud. Yeah, being in the stands, it was loud. Yeah. Was, yeah, and uh, I just think that you know it can only get better from here. You know, uh, people are bought in now. I think there's like a waiting list for season tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, several yeah. of the games are already sold out. That's so, awesome. Dude. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the noise, when the fans are getting rowdy, can you like does that make a difference on the field for you? Definitely. Can you really hear it? Definitely. Uh, home and away. Like we went to New England, and this is in the playoff games, and they started singing "Living on a Prayer," and they panned and they showed. 
Bon Jovi singing it. He's singing his own song <laughs> on the stand. I'm like, whoa, man. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I mean, it just erupted, and, and you're like, man, this is playoff football. So, uh, yeah, it has a huge impact. I mean, it does and it doesn't. You know, as a professional, I got to say that I'm not impacted by the fans and stuff like that. But uh, it, it is a competitive advantage when that stadium is rocking. You know, and that's any stadium and uh, the Seattle game. Yeah, I was just about to ask about yeah, that. Yeah, Graham talked about that yeah. one. Yeah, that, that was when I think it had the biggest impact. You know, because it's all about momentum when it comes to football. You know, and if, if we go down there and we score and then we stop them big and we score again and then we stop them big and the stadium just erupts, like, I mean, that, it takes the wind out of it, you know? And, uh, so I think that, and if there's any fan out there that thinks that like it doesn't make a difference, it does. You know, uh, that's it, good to hear for sure. Yeah, yeah, it makes spending the money a little more worth it. When <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. just sitting there as like you know at a tennis match or something, just yeah. quiet. So because like like you can feel it like when because like we we got the same thing, you know, like we were like yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's more than that, but. Uh, we're on the field doing the same thing, you know, and it's just cool. Like, you can feel it from the stadium, too, you know. And it's, I mean, it's, uh, like, it's an exciting game. I, I mean, I know from being on the sidelines, even at a small high school level, and I'm sure you could even relate from back even playing in high school, it's that energy that goes from the stands and the sideline and just everybody. It's You have to be energetic in the stands or anywhere around the game of football, even yeah. playing Madden. If you're not energetic playing Madden, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it kind of sucks no matter if you're winning or losing if you don't have the energy, so. You guys think maybe we could get, like, Fred Durst? Like, they had fun doing it. Fred Durst. Like, like, the Matthew yeah. Bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah take us to the Matthews Bridge. We can play, like, break stuff. It'd be perfect, right? That's <laughs> 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 yeah, too long County, man. That needs to be the fourth quarter <laughs> entrance right there. That'd be perfect. Matthews Bridge right in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't... I'm, I don't believe Limp Biscuit's doing anything these days. I think uh, Fred is, is like directing movies now. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe we could steal him away. Yeah. Initial money, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Start directing movies. <laughs> I think he was doing some DJ stuff as well. I think he was DJing at Mellow Mushroom one time. Really? I was like, him, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever works. Hopefully Whatever he got works. a couple of free slices of pizza. <laughs> For sure. Shout out to Fred. Scott also wanted to ask you how involved Tom has been, like with the players specifically, like interacting with players. If you had any interactions with him, uh, not so much. He's, he's pretty hands off, but you can definitely feel his presence. Right. Uh, I mean, at ten o'clock, that clock says ten o five. I mean, I feel like that's the, the biggest presence, you know, uh, the, the the call from Tom. Right. But uh, I think that uh, him and Doug have really similar philosophies. Uh, I, th- I think Doug has always looked at him as a as a mentor, anyway. So you, you can feel it, you know, his influence. But I think it would it would be there regardless because of the way Doug is. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. A crazy dynamic the way everything worked out between you know Doug had been trying to work with Tom Coughlin forever. Yeah, dating back to when he was first getting into coaching and how they're able to work together now. A lot of people kind of question how the dynamic would work. Like, would Tom be too hands-on? Would yeah. Doug be okay with it? But so far, it seems like it's worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, you have any more questions, Hunter? Oh, I'm sure there's a ton. I mean, <laughs> what you got, man? As a person in the specialist room, what is up with Josh Lambeau's celebration? 
This is soccer thing. Has anybody tried to change it, fix it? Who would mess with him? You know, he's making them kids do. We don't talk to him. He ain't changing anything. He only missed one field goal when he got to Jacksonville yeah. last year. So I mean, I think you, he's, you, he's you earned just, the right to do it. You wants. see the the celebration, yeah. and you just you that gotta wonder, good. like, what's yeah. going on? Like, what makes you do that celebration? Do you have a celebration? No, I don't have a celebration. No celebration. No. Did you score at all in high school, college, or? I had one touchdown in middle school. Okay. Yeah, seven twenty four wild. I remember it. Uh, played tight end, ran out. Four touchdowns, man. We're like on five. You don't want to hear about middle school stories. Right? <laughs> no, um, no, it's cool. <laughs> no, if I did have a celebration, it would just be the spike, like spiking the football. Yeah. I feel like that's the best celebration. It's classic. Football. Yeah. It is classic. I mean, just slamming the ball down as hard as you can. Like, you're not getting any cooler than that. No, sure. That being said, I do not have a celebration. <laughs> if I scored we a touchdown. To you, we need to get you in the end zone here soon. If I scored a touchdown, I'd go line up on the 15 yard line and get ready to snap an extra point, dude. You know? Joe D likes to get the uh, get the trick plays going on punt, yeah. punt team, so yeah. you never know. Anything's <laughs> yeah. possible. Trust me, I'm lobbying for it, man. All right. <laughs> it, it's not for lack of trying, dude. That'd be, a, that'd be a pretty interesting punt formation yeah. lineup. It'd be like a muddle huddle. Another middle school play. We had a little muddle huddle. So uh-huh. that went out. I mean, dude, if I got one on one, though, I would never be open. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't have a chance, dude. Do you think there's eight. like one guy on the team that couldn't cover you? Offensive lineman. Yeah. Even then, it'd be close though. Those guys are just as fast. Really as good athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nah, man. Like, because you know we run fire drills and stuff in practice, yeah. and like all the offensive linemen, they're out there. Like, I'll oh, throw it to me, so they'll throw it to him, and then you know Miles is right there, just like. <laughs> yeah, that's easy money for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it had to be like a trick play on top of a trick play for me to. To, to get the ball. It's like that yeah. play the, the Colts. Right? Here's the hoping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> the, against the Patriots. That's <laughs> terrible. If, yeah. if you could play one position, like if there was a position, position that you actually thought you could step on the field in an NFL game and play, what would it be right now? Uh, would, other than long snapper, yeah, I like yeah. my job, man. Yeah, I mean, most, I know most long snappers were a tight end or a linebacker at some point, so there was never... If I wasn't long snapping, and this is... Not gonna answer your question, but I would like to be a closer in baseball. Oh yeah, I, a, I think that's you got the most a good arm. Uh, I grew up pitching, okay. and I think that that's just like the the most badass position in sports. I mean, outside of football, you know, quarterback. Yeah. But like going out there and just like keeping a team from scoring, and I don't even like baseball. I just think that like you go out there and it's just a different mindset. But in football, I mean, pass rusher would be awesome. Yeah. I was like a freak pass rusher. Definitely, I mean, they can change the whole tempo of the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when you get any, you know, causing a fumble every couple snaps. It's, yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> dude, you know. Uh, What's it like being in the locker room with him? He seems like a really intense guy. Oh, Jan, he's a man. I love Jan. Because I like, and <laughs> I'm going to sound crazy, you know, but like when he first got here, he was a third-round pick. And, I mean, usually those guys play special teams, right? So I kind of try to, you know, take him under my wing and stuff. And, I mean, he was he was super respectful, super, you know, uh, you know, listened to me and everything. And that guy goes out there and he's just a freak athlete, you know, sagging quarterbacks from since day one. And I was like, well, I guess he's not going to play special teams. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, no, I've always had a great relationship with Jan. His locker is actually right across from mine. Uh, I mean, great guy. Like, you'd be really surprised. Like how genuine and just great guys that that most of the players are. You know, every once in a while, you know, like who's this guy? But 
I mean, dude, it's just a bunch of great dudes in there. It really is. Do you think that helps with, like, the team chemistry on the field and everything? Oh, definitely, Everybody's man. a good yeah. dude off the field. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, we all respect each other. And, you know, we, we show up and, I mean, even in the off season, like, we worked hard this off season, you know, and we, we did it together. And, you know, a lot of guys made sacrifices. Because a lot of guys now, you know, they got their families, you know, wherever they're from. So like they're here working in Jacksonville and their family, like their kids are somewhere else, you know, and like, that's a huge sacrifice. Yeah, a lot of people don't fan wise, I don't think yeah. really think about yeah. what you, you have to go through like, on a personal level. Yeah, like miss phase one, phase two OTAs and stuff. Like, yeah, because they want to be with you know, they got three kids back home. Yeah, hey, you only get one, two, three months really yeah. off season. Um So yeah, I mean like guys come in and I can't remember where I was going with that, but I mean they're making sacrifices and like we all respect each other. Uh, Calais is uh, is really good about Having guys, you know, go bowling, uh, you know, some of the big money guys will, you know, rent the bowling alley out, you know, for a couple yeah. hours, and we'll go play bowling and stuff. So it's it's just uh, it's it's a really good camaraderie. I mean, it seems like the the character and the, the attitude in the locker room almost matches the city, and I feel like that's what they had in the early two thousands when the you know welcome to Duval, prepare to get hit kind of mentality yeah. came from. And I feel like that blue collar mentality is really kind of coming from the locker room into the city and vice versa. Like, do you feel the same way or? Yeah, and I think guys enjoy living in Jacksonville, you know? Uh, the city definitely takes care of us, especially after this year. Um, you know, guys are from all over the map, and we got guys on our team from Canada, you know? And, and Jacksonville is just, it's, it's home now, you know? It, it's, it's Southern hospitality, and it's just, uh, it's a good city to be in, man. Yeah, we love it here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I definitely do. Um, can't seem to leave for some reason. <laughs> yeah, tried. Um, oh, where was I going here? Uh, what do you think? Obviously, 2017 was super successful in terms of wins and losses, getting all the way to the AFC Championship. What do you think would qualify as a successful season? Is it wins and losses? What is it I mean, I think for 2018? I think it's a Super Bowl, man. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but. I mean, that's what we all want. That's what we're all working towards, you know. And I think we won't be satisfied if we get anything less than that, you know. That's good to hear. Um, yeah. I mean, because we, we know we can do it now, you know. Yeah. We were a couple of plays away from to, to making it there. And, uh, I mean, that's definitely our, our expectation now, you know. Do you think the playoff run helped Blake grow as a leader? Yeah. Uh, I team? think it helped everybody, you know. Being able to have, what, three games of playoff experience under our belt now. Uh, and it, that's huge, dude, you know? Uh, and I think it was good for Blake. I think it was good, you know, for guys like Leonard Fournette, you know, came in as a rookie. I think it was good for, I mean, all the guys that had never been in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. I still haven't been in the playoffs, so. <laughs> well. <laughs> they, uh, they fortunately, they, they let me go to the games. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to getting back there, you know, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, – I personally think Blake seems like he's grown a lot. And looks like this offseason he's kind of mastered the offense. This is his first season yeah. where he's had the same offensive coordinator two years in a row. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I love Blake, man. Blake's a great guy. Yeah. I mean, he's just one of the guys, dude. He, he's a good dude. He really seems like he fits in around here. Yeah. He's just yeah. old Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, kind of like what Hunter was saying. Yeah. And, like, people ask me about Blake, and I don't have any idea about, like, quarterback, you know, what it takes to – to be a quarterback, okay. But I know he's trying, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, like he, he works his ass off, man. And uh, 
I'm pulling for him, dude. You know, I, th- I think he's I think he's going to do great for us. Yeah, he's looked good. Um, I've really liked his connection with Moncrief so far. Mm-hmm. It's good stealing him over from Indianapolis. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Do you guys like get excited when you see new players coming in that might have been from like a division rival or anything uh, like that? Yeah, as long as you're not trying to take my job. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's cool. Uh, I mean, you probably have to ask. I mean, some of the receivers. I mean, I don't care so much. Yeah. Uh, like, cause like for instance, like uh, Aaron Colvin, AC, he just went to Houston. Right. I couldn't be happier for him, man. You know, he went out there and and, and got a big deal. And uh, I mean, I'm not mad at him that you know he's in Houston. Now. Houston's a cool city too. My wife's from there. You know, I All couldn't right. be happier for him. So, uh, I mean, yes and no. You know, it's still football. You know, you still got to go out there and perform. They're going to get new receivers. You know, so yeah. Speaking of uh, the division opponents, who do you think's the toughest uh, team in the division? Well, not outside of Jacksonville, obviously. I mean, we struggled with the Titans last year. Right now, yeah. I feel like I gotta say Tennessee. You know, uh, I mean, I know they're making a lot of good moves in Houston, and they like their coach. And I mean, Andrew Luck's supposed to be back this year, so I mean, I, th- I think it'll be, I think it'll be really competitive. Uh, I mean, Tennessee. I mean, they they were tough this year, though. So I, I guess I got to go with them. Yeah, you think that the guys will have a little bit more added motivation going against the Titans? This oh, year? definitely, definitely this year. Um, what's their defensive lineman, Kersey? Uh, oh, Casey. yeah, Casey. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. one that Malik Jackson. Yeah, Malik yeah. got fired up about yeah. that. Yeah, Curse, Javon Curse, right? No, uh, Casey. Javon Curse is back in the day. No. Yeah, Jarrell Casey. Jarrell Casey. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. So that's kind of close. Yeah, maybe one of the best quotes slash videos. Uh-huh. Man, yeah, I did not Malik. see that coming, dude. <laughs> Kalea's gif is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Malik's funny too, man. I really like Malik. He's a he's a I mean, he's a Tennessee guy. He's alright for Tennessee guy, but. Uh, <laughs> What's the general consensus in the locker room on the the, the craze sweeping Duval of Miles Jack was not down? <laughs> Actually, asked Miles about it, man. Because uh, I love just like I don't know being a little antagonist in the locker room, and uh, I was like, Miles, what do you think about all this? Miles Jack went down. He's like, you know, when you got guys like Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Fournette and Calais Campbell. I'm just lucky I can get my name out there, you know. I'll get it any way I can get it. So, <laughs> I mean, I think his name's gonna get out there. Uh, yeah, freak out, athletically yeah, out of that position. Sure. Uh, it's funny that that's taking so much of a, a footing. Lately. Yeah, I mean, you got local beers that are Miles Jack wasn't down. You've got people making T-shirts. ESPN had a story. It was a sushi roll that that was the Miles Jack wasn't down. Yeah, all sorts like, of stuff. It's ridiculous. Never ending. But it's good. I mean, I think that we're is very thing petty that, apparently here in Duval. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you got to take what you can get. It's a real conspiracy, though, man. I like, think he was. So. He wasn't. Um, there was no a twenty-minute video about the Patriots conspiracy theory. That happened to us a lot last year. It yeah. did. Uh, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it definitely did in terms of. Uh, seems like, well, the refs are trained to try to let the play go on and then because you can always go back retrospectively and change the call if you let the play continue if you stop the play you can't go back yeah. and change anything so and that happened to the Jaguars several times when they had forced turnovers last year so. I think the thing might be though and I'm just going to take over the rest right here because I can't be that guy uh-huh. um, Miles is very like freakish athletic 
And a lot of guys wouldn't be able to roll like that without touching yeah. the ground and get on their feet and take off. Like, yeah. If you watch it, like, I couldn't do that, man. I'd be <laughs> rolling out of bounds, you know? Uh, so maybe that's what It's like he's got to be down. Like, yeah. in your head, you yeah, guys yeah. don't even Even watching it, though, it was like there's no way he is not down. Because Miles' his rookie year, he was on the punt team. And this dude downed a ball, like, slid and caught it. It was a. I'm like, dude, who even can do stuff like that, man? And I mean, he's. It's not a big athlete, man. Yeah, it's plenty of those on the team. It seems like. Yeah. Have you seen anything from Taven? Speaking of freak athletic. Uh, nah, just because I've I've been over there working. Focusing on yeah. what you got going on. Yeah, I know he's got videos all over the internet though. Like, yeah. Is he a freak? Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff he did at Florida, you just don't see. Yeah. I don't think like he wasn't necessarily always blowing plays up, but when he did, it was like. Yeah, How does that make a disaster? Yeah, he, there's just guys like you can tell. Like, even I'm sure watching film and stuff, you just see something happen. You're like, holy shit! Like, yeah, that should not be humanly possible. What that guy just did. And, yeah, like the one against Texas A&M where he doesn't even make the tackle because he's three yards behind the running yeah, back. Yeah, he like. Like that he kind blew of past really. everything. He didn't make the play, but it's just like, how did he? <laughs> yeah, how did he get from point A to point B before the running back even got going? So yeah. So, final question. Both of you guys will enjoy this. What's Alabama going to do this year? Oh, win it all. Come on. That's, Easy. That's not even a smart Is question. it going to be Alabama-Georgia again? Uh, Georgia's got... That's up to Georgia, man. That's <laughs> up to Georgia. <laughs> it might be because... Uh, well, maybe not because they'll have to meet in the SEC championship game. Well, Hopefully. I mean, People don't you know, see a doubleheader. Georgia That's could not win the East and only lose one game and still make it to the championship somehow. They're not Alabama. What's that? They're not Alabama. They can't. They can't do that. I mean, Florida did it back in the day, but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm Alabama national championship and a Jaguar Super Bowl. What's the toughest game on the schedule this year? All of them, man. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> All right. One game at a time, man. Well, no, I was saying for, uh, for Alabama. Oh, I don't have any idea, dude. Yeah. I would love to sit here and know everything about Alabama. I just I don't have time. Man. Yeah. What do you think it is, Hunter? Shit, I don't know. I, I don't even – only game I know that they're playing right now is Louisville to open and Auburn to end it. That's about all I know. And obviously the SEC West, but – Is the Iron yeah. Bowl the best rivalry in football? It wasn't when I was there. No, it might be now though. Yeah, yeah, it's gotten. I guess it picked up a little steam yeah. with Gus Malzahn coming back. But it's like when I was there, our big rival was LSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'd say Tennessee just because smoking cigars on Saturday night after a win is always amazing, and it's been happening for what ten years. Is years? that? A, I don't know about that tradition. Yeah, Third Saturday in October. Third Saturday in October after a, a win against Tennessee, you smoke a cigar. Okay, it's just how it. How it happens. All right. Good to know. Fun fact. Awesome. Get too much Batman in, man. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, dude. It means a lot to us. Carson's the first Jaguar player we've had on the show, so hopefully we can get a few other guys in here one day. But um, it's awesome to have you. Great getting to know you a little bit more, learn more about your story. Had fun with Kevin over here from Bold City Brewery for sure. You have anything else you want to ask? Um, not really. Kevin gets to talk to Carson whenever he yeah, wants. Yeah, I pros, used to ask so. questions whenever, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But that, um, I do want to plug while I'm here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have our uh, Crit Hefeweizen. 
um, which is one of our kind of older beers that, that we uh, couldn't get in the brew schedule for a while, and we finally were able to brew it. Check that out at both of our tap rooms. Um, it's a great German-style Hefeweizen with uh, some flavors of banana and clove in it. Um, we also just tapped our Barrel Age 1901 Roasted yeah, Red I'm Ale. I'm drinking that right now. Jordan Delicious. is enjoying right now. Um, <laughs> and that was aged in uh, Buffalo Trace Barrels. Oh, sweet. So it's, it's really That's good. what I order with my old fashions. Yeah, nice. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for the show. Appreciate everybody uh, coming on, having a good time here today. Uh, you can follow Hunter again at Coach H underscore Evans. Follow Carson at Carson Tink. Yes, sir. Kevin. Kevin Miller, yo. Kevin Miller, yo. You can follow Generation Jaguar on Twitter at Generation Jag, Facebook and Instagram at Generation Jaguar. Make sure to check out the website, genjag.com. All the latest news and analysis, podcasts, videos, um, and we're the only ad-free Jaguars news source out there, so that's always fun. Proud of doing that. And uh, thanks for listening. If you could, uh, please give us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts app and follow us on SoundCloud. That's going to do it for the show today. We really appreciate it. Have a great weekend, Duval. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.